listeners in radio and podcast land, welcome to Church Matters. I have my gracious and kind co-host, Janet Plenner, with me here again. Janet, it's great to be sharing the sound studio with you again. It's good to be here with you again, Dan, the other half of Church Matters, and to share our mic with yet another guest that is here to talk about the life of the church at home, across the street, and around the world. What's our topic for today, Dan? Smooth segue, Janet. Sure. In church life, the word mission is a pretty common word. It is. Have you ever heard the word with the letters A and L stuck onto the end of it, as in missional? Well, I have, Dan, but what are you getting at? Well, a lot of people haven't heard of it, though it's growing in usage. Most folks think it is a new word, but actually it began to show up in writings about a century ago, and one source I found traces it to the Oxford English Dictionary, which is this huge multi-volume dictionary somewhere in Britain. Today, though, the word missional is experiencing a bit of a revival. We'll say some more about that. Grammatically speaking, it's an adjective, so it's commonly used to describe something as in missional church. Nearly every source I can find shuns a short definition of missional church, but strictly speaking, it means relating to or connecting with a religious mission, as in a missionary, and that's air quotes there. But most sources write many paragraphs that expand on that definition quite a bit. One source I found says it is a shift in thinking and then provides a whole stack of comparisons. One of those comparisons is offered by Dan Kimball in his book, The Emerging Church, and he describes missional church as a body of people sent on a mission who gather in community for worship, encouragement, and teaching from the word that supplements what they are feeding themselves throughout the week, end quote. Okay, Dan, I don't quite get it. What makes that a shift in thinking? Isn't that what a regular church is all about? Ah, true. But consider this Presbyterian church elder, his name is David Horrocks, in an article he wrote titled The Missional Church, A Model for Canadian Churches. And now his description's a bit long, but bear with me here. David Horrocks writes that, and I'll start with this quote, the church should stop mimicking the surrounding culture and become an alternative community with a different set of beliefs, values, and behaviors. The traditional ways of evaluating successful churches, and he says here that means bigger buildings, more people, bigger budgets, larger ministerial staff, new and more programs to serve members, that would be rejected. New yardsticks would be the norm. For example, to what extent is our church a sent community in which each believer is reaching out to his or her community? To what extent is our church impacting the community with a Christian message that challenges the values of our secular society? That sounds helpful, Dan, and some good questions that are being asked now. Where can a person find a missional church then? Ah, another great question. I think a lot of churches see themselves trying to be missional in the sense that they're working hard at being a sent community. But there are some newer churches out there that are starting their lives anew as a missional church and with a missional church vision, rather than attempting to shift into being more of a missional church. Our guest today is going to help us see what that might look like in Winnipeg's inner city. Jamie Arpenrisi and his wife Kim, together with a small bunch of passionate and committed folks, are leading such a congregation right here in our fair city. It's called Little Flowers Community, and we're going to grill him about that experience in just a few short minutes. But first, I'll ask you to read from Micah 6.8, which incidentally is the reference verse on the website of the Little Flowers Community. Gladly. Here it is from the New Revised Standard Version. And what does the Lord require of you but to do justice and to love kindness and to walk humbly with our God? 
So we have Jamie Arpenrisi with us. Dan, can you introduce him to us? Sure. Now, I've only just met Jamie for the first time today, but I do know that him and his wife, Kim, provide leadership to the Little Flowers community in the inner city of Winnipeg. The Little Flowers website says that Jamie and Kim together have 25 years of ministry experience in 11 countries, that they have served in Vancouver's downtown east side, and that the Little Flowers community sees itself as a missional church in the, quote, Anabaptist and Franciscan tradition, unquote, and that together they embrace lives of generosity, simplicity, hospitality, and peace. How did I do, Jamie? I think you did well. Thank you. Welcome here. Thanks. It's a pleasure to be here. Now, we heard a little bit about it, and I'm intrigued by the phrase Anabaptist and Franciscan. Why don't you give us a snapshot of your church? Well, the the, uh, correspondence of those two traditions came very much by accident. Uh, After serving for eight years in the West End of Winnipeg, uh, I'd been researching for a a series of articles and possibly a book on St. Francis of Assisi. And what turned out to be a side project ended up completely consuming uh, my, my life and my faith. And I was inspired by this little Italian poor man whose values and lifestyle really embodied everything that we sought to be in our neighborhood. Life among the people, identification with the poor, and um, a heart for peace and social justice. As a result, when Little Flowers was born uh, we, and we were looking for a partnership, we partnered with a Mennonite denomination. And we found uh, also wonderfully that the Anabaptist and Franciscan traditions had a lot of shared history and values. Um, For example, uh, centering life around the teachings of Christ, specifically in the Sermon on the Mount, centered very poignantly in both Franciscan and Anabaptist history, and something that we at Little Flowers highly value. Jamie, paint us a little word picture for our listeners. What does the Little Flowers community look like throughout the week and on Sundays, assuming Sunday is your primary worship day? Well, we do uh, meet every Sunday as our primary worship day, though it might look a little different than the typical church. We come together in our home in the West End on uh, Sunday evenings and share a meal, a potluck meal together. And that common table is the the center and the beginning of our time together as a worship community. And how many people would that be typically? It varies, but the number of people would uh, range anywhere from 15 to 40 people uh, any given Sunday, which sometimes can make our little dining room, living room a little tight, but uh, wonderful nonetheless. We also uh, then spend time in worship, which includes sometimes singing and reading scripture and prayer, as well as Uh, a time of teaching from scripture, which is more conversational and dialogical than simply me teaching from from the front. We sit in the round, um, all facing each other and very much in conversation. But the thing is, is that Sunday isn't the only expression of who we are. And and in some ways, while it's significant, it's only one part of an equally larger expression of who we are. Almost everyone in Little Flowers community has the West End as their home neighborhood. As a result, we spend a lot of time in each other's homes, sharing meals. Many of us even share life together in in common housing. Uh, And this allows us to support each other in our lives as we seek to follow Christ day to day. And this could include uh, anything from just looking after each other's children to gardening together to um, outreach to the neighborhood or just spending time figuring out ways to live more simply in an increasingly expensive world. Jamie, Little Flowers is a relatively new church that is coming together. Are these new Christians that are joining you and coming together, or are they people that have come from a Christian background? It's actually quite a mix. Uh, Little Flowers community is only about a year and a half old 
formally meeting as a congregation. And I would say a good core of our group uh, come from some kind of Christian background, uh, some more solid and positive than others. However, a great many people who attend our church either have very little or no uh, formal Christian upbringing. Uh, a lot of times there are people who are drawn together by the sense of community and uh, sometimes it's simply as a, the promise of a hot meal. Now, we did a little bit of research on your website, and your website says that you're primarily missional, born out of missionary service in the neighborhood over several years. But it gets even more interesting. Your site also states that we seek to make the mission of God the organizing reality of everything that we are and everything that we do that makes us missional. Can you tell us more about what that means day to day? What that means for us is that the work of of Christ that we see in Scripture is to extend Christ's kingdom, his love, his redemption, his peace to the world where it is not present. And therefore, we seek to live our lives in such a way that even when we're worshiping, when we're sharing meals, when we're uh, working at our jobs, that we are doing so in such a way that we are hoping to extend that kingdom, that love and that peace, so forth, into the lives of the people that we, we minister to. For us, when we consider how we worship, how we gather as a community, how we pursue spiritual formation, the central feature in our minds, though not exclusive nor superior, is the idea that the mission of Christ is uh, about extending his love. And those things, that emphasis is what forms our perspective and, and the activities that we participate in. I found it interesting that the Little Flowers community has chosen to align itself with a faith community, a wider faith community. In your case, you've chosen to align yourselves with the Mennonite Church. Now, there's lots of thriving and independent congregations who don't relate to any denomination or wider church structure, and they seem to be quite successful. I'm curious to know why it was important for Little Flowers to form this relationship with a wider church and why you chose the Mennonite Church. Well, there's a few answers to that question. As I mentioned earlier, we had a strong resonance with the core um, Anabaptist theology and values, especially around uh, community hermeneutics and um, peace and justice ethic and lives of simplicity. Those things drew us significantly to the, the Mennonite church. However, uh, other factors that drew us to seeking a denominational partnership was because as, as the mission was a partnership between youth with a mission and a, a denomination, we knew as youth with a mission where our strengths were and our weaknesses were. And we knew that the strength and historicity of a denomination that had learned from generations what it means to form congregations and sustain congregations was going to be very important to us. You're right that a lot of communities are forming independently, and that can be a wonderful choice. However, sometimes there's an attitude in, in these movements that reject denominations as obsolete. And while denominationalism can become a barrier, it doesn't have to be and often is an important link to tradition and history that allow us to know where we come from as well as where we're going. You mentioned youth with a mission, which I don't think we've talked about yet. Uh, can you explain that connection briefly? Well, my wife and I started uh, Youth with a Mission Urban Ministries Winnipeg in Winnipeg uh, eight years ago. We moved into the West End at the invitation of the late Harry Lahotsky and uh, live, have lived in the community and served there for almost a decade now. 
it was out of this ministry of youth with a mission that a small community of faith began to form. And we were sharing life together. We were praying together. We were discipling together. And it became clear that a, a faith community was forming. And before we even knew it, that we suspected it would happen, a group approached us and said, would you please be our church? And it was at that point that as YWAM, we looked for a partnering denomination. So Little Flowers is actually a a congregation of Mennonite Church Manitoba, but it's also a partnership uh, with Youth with a Mission. Cool. So you guys actually want to be together. <laughs> I think so. Uh, it's been wonderful for us. Sounds like a wonderful organic beginning to this community. It really was. It was not something that we could have anticipated um, necessarily or planned for, but it seemed to be a natural outgrowth of, of what God was doing in the community. Jamie, what advice might you have for another congregation that's striving to become more, let's use our word of the day, more missional, being a sent community right where they are? Well, I think one of the tricky things about this is you could look at a community that's truly being missional, look at the activities they're doing, and think that by replicating them or copying them, you could become missional. And while there's a lot to be learned about these activities, for us, the deep conviction at Little Flowers that we have really grasped onto is that to be missional begins in the heart. It begins with the commitment individually and collectively to pursue a life that is formed by the teaching and example of Jesus Christ. Now, that may sound like an obvious, but the influence of Christendom on church history has often meant that Jesus was centrally a a person to be worshipped more than obeyed. And while certainly we worship Jesus, we also see that centrally Jesus' teaching example are something that we want to form our lives around. And that is why, as I mentioned earlier, something like the Sermon on the Mount has become so significant for our community. We've spent several months very carefully going through each verse of that scripture in relationship to our lives and our community. So if a church wants to seek to become missional, it's not enough to simply examine the external activities and change those, but also go to the very heart of uh, why those activities are important, looking at what already exists. As a friend once put, it's not so much about application as it is about implication. And by that I mean It's not so much about adding something new to your church to become missional, but asking the questions about everything you already do and considering the implications of what Christ teaches against that example. Sounds pretty radical. Well, you know, we have been drawn to the radical reformation of the Anabaptist tradition, so. Jamie, what do you see as a hope for a future for Little Flowers community in the place where you live and work and serve? That's a really good question. A lot of the people who are part of Little Flowers community are members of the inner city and uh, deal with challenges, and we all deal with challenges, but sometimes these challenges are a bit more aggressive than others. Addiction, abuse, theft, mental illness, uh, at rates that are higher than in the average church. Our desire is to grow uh, communities, not not a singular large church, but small communities where intimate relationships can be built so that people in the context of community can share life together and become more like Christ even through these crises. Not that they have to uh, achieve a certain level of stability in order to become a church, but rather that in coming into Christ's presence, they're transformed. That's our time for today, Jamie. I want to thank you for coming in and telling us about Little Flowers Community, and it's been great to meet you. It's been my pleasure. Our guest today has been Jamie Arpenrizzi, pastor at Little Flowers Community, a new missional church in Winnipeg's inner city. Thanks to all our listeners in radio and podcast land. We'd love to hear what you think about our program. 
If you subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, please write a review about this or any of our episodes. If you'd like to know more about missional church ideas, check out the Resource Centre at www.mennonitechurch.ca. And of course, if you'd like to support this program, we welcome your suggestions and your gifts. Call us toll-free at 1-866-888-6785 or email us at churchmatters at mennonitechurch.ca. My name is Janet Plennert. And I'm Dan Dick, and you've been listening to Church Matters, where our prayer is that you will be called, equipped, and sent to be the church in the world today. Every episode gets produced and the podcast uploaded in time for the third Sunday of the month. Tune in wherever you are, and thanks for listening. As you go out from here, may the Lord go with you. The face of God shine on you every day. We are sent by God wherever we are living, salt and light as people of the way.